You know, they, 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 there's some that say we're we going to end up at the same place, but, but we're just going to go on different paths. I don't, I don't agree with that because Jesus said, I am the way. The way is a course. And, and he didn't say ways. He said, I am the way. And if you're going to get there, you're going to have to stick with the way. You're now in tune to the Heaven Bound Broadcast with Pastor Richard D. Dobbs of Overcomers Christian Center in Villarica, Georgia. Now prepare to be empowered and equipped with the rich word of God. Go to the book of um, Acts. The book of Acts. Want to read um, first couple of verses. First couple of verses. Acts 14. You there? Here's some pages turning. That's, I'll give you a minute, a second or two. Okay, I think that's it. Very first verse. Now, it happened in Iconium that they went together to the synagogue of the Jews and so spoke that a great multitude, both, of Jew, both the Jews and of the Greek, believed. What a word. They went together. They were on a cart. People got saved, both Jews and Greek. But notice this. But the unbelieving Jews stirred up the Gentiles and poisoned their mind against the brethren. Unbelieving Jews stirred up the Gentiles and poisoned their mind against the brethren. The brethren being the apostles, uh, Barnabas, and the apostle Paul, as well as those that had received Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of their lives. And... Paul and Barnabas had been sent to minister to the Gentiles because the Jews rejected the word of God. And so Paul was sent to be an apostle to the Gentiles. And at this point, after they had been ministering and people was trying to uh, stone them and they would leave one place and go to another still preaching the gospel of Jesus. In persecution but they kept preaching. And the scripture tells us that if we live godly, we're going to be persecuted. If you do the right thing, you're going to be persecuted. If you live holy, you're going to be talked about. You're going to be put down. You're going to be criticized because you live holy. But I don't 
it don't bother me when people criticize me or put me down. I don't, I don't, I don't got to the point now to where I know who I am in Christ. I, I got my, my mind focused on my assignment. I got my mind focused on Jesus and his purpose that he have for me. But Paul and, and Barnabas, they was determined, and after they uh, found out that they was the Jews and others wanted to uh, stone them, they went to another city. And notice it says, now in our, it happened in Iconium that they went together into the synagogue of the Jews and they spoke that a great multitude, both of the Jews and the Greek, believed. But unbelievers, you know the naysayers. Jews, supposed to be God's chosen people, but they uh, stirred up the Gentiles, and notice what it says, and poison their mind against the brother. And based upon this text, my message this, this afternoon is um, don't allow your mind to be poisoned. Don't allow your mind to be poisoned. When it comes to poison, when you looked up the, the root meaning of poison, it is to drink. And so when somebody or someone drinks uh, poison, it's going to either make them sick or it's going to cause death, literally. And many of us, we have been poisoned by food that we got maybe at a restaurant somewhere where it wasn't clean, uh, the food was contaminated, and it poisoned our system. And I don't know about you, but I, I, I think it's happened to me, I know at least one time, and what a terrible feeling that is that when you've been poisoned by food. But from a figurative standpoint, to be poisoned is to receive a word from somebody that is false, that is not genuine, that uh, causes death. It poisons your mind and causes uh, death as well as illness. And so to make an illustration about poisoning from a figurative standpoint as well as a literal standpoint. Some of you all may not be old enough to remember this prophet back in the day. I think it was back in the 70s by the name of Jim Jones. He, he, he was uh, one that I understand to start off uh, being rooted in holiness and preaching a gospel that caused people to come from a distant places just to hear him preach. And, and some, some, somewhere down the line, uh, Jim Jones got poisoned himself. He got poisoned from a uh, figurative standpoint by listening to somebody that uh, caused him to die 
spiritually getting out of the will of God. And then to take it farther, the followers that he had, he actually poisoned their mind. He poisoned their mind uh, spiritually as well as literally. He had them believing that he was God. You know, and when you sell everything that you have, amen, somebody, and give it to somebody else and move to a foreign country with nothing, you've been poisoned. Your mind have been poisoned. And that's what he, that's what he did. And, and then to the point to where when they got there, they was expecting where uh, the rapture was going to take place and, and, and so forth. And so Jim Jones, he, he hurried things along. He got some Kool-Aid and, and uh, put the poison, literal poison in it. And people were standing in line drinking the poison. And they laying dying. Your mind is really poison. When you see somebody else dead from something that you are about to drink. Come on, somebody. He's poisoned their mind. Did you know that we have that in our day and time now? It may be not to the extreme, but it still calls death. You have different organizations. I was telling Pastor Dove about uh, the person... Uh, that's close to me that had turned to uh, this organization they call the Hebrew Lights, the Black Hebrew Lights. Uh, organization now that is uh, getting into the mind of the believer. People that were rooted in God, people that were grounded in God, uh, getting into their mind and making them believe that there is something better but I, I i i know the word of god that in in the book of galatians 1 6 and 7 paul said he says you 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 amaze me or i marvel that so soon so soon you have turned away from the gospel that you heard to another gospel. And then he says, which is not another. So whatever they is giving you, it ain't good news. It's dressed up to try to make you believe that if you receive what they're saying, other than what Christ is saying, it's going to be better for you. But I, I, I beg to differ. I have to, have to let you know that Jesus is better than anything or anybody. As well as the scripture also tells us that he is the only way. The only way. He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And then he goes on to say, no man cometh unto the Father but by me. And so we can't allow uh, people in our day and time now to poison our mind to try to make us take another path. 
You know, they, 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 there's some that say we're we going to end up at the same place, but, but we're just going to go on different paths. I don't, I don't agree with that because Jesus said, I am the way. The way is a course. And, and he didn't say ways. He said, I am the way. And if you're going to get there, you're going to have to stick with the way. You're going to have to stick with the life. And that's Jesus. Amen. We cannot allow folk to pause in our mind. In, uh, another example is in the book of Genesis, in the third chapter, you read uh, uh, Genesis 3, 1 through 6. You'll see that the devil, how he was so cunning, how he deceived Eve into doing Exactly what God told her not to do. See, he's crafty. And see, if he can get some poison in you, he don't care how he get it in you. You know, you, you can eat something that, that, that tastes real good, but it's got some ingredients in it that will poison you. Amen, somebody. I like cake. Well, I love cake. Cookies. Tastes good. But if I eat some cookies just because they taste good and they have something in them, that's going to cause me to be ill or just going to cause death. That's deception. You know, I done been pausing in a way that's so crafty and cunning. That's where the enemy was. He got Eve, got Eve. Uh, to believing that, hey, this, this right here is good for knowledge. You're going to be like God. You're going to know good from evil. And uh, the enemy says, well, what did God tell you not to eat? Well, God said that we can eat of every fruit of the tree except for this one right here and he said if we eat it the, the day that we eat it we gonna surely die here come the poison oh you ain't gonna die you ain't gonna surely die no probably talking sweet to her you ain't gonna die oh he said that the day that we eat of it we gonna die the fruit that's in the midst of the garden. Cunning, craftiness. And the Bible says he was more cunning than any beast of the field. Cunning. And you know, that woman gave that same poison to her husband. Evidently, he really loved Eve. He really loved her. Because God gave him the command. Gave him the command. And so when he ate and God showed up, his mind done been poisoned. And because that poison caused death to come on all mankind. Death. Thank God. Death reigned until Jesus showed up. 
And when Jesus showed up, he said, he went down into the grave, preached, and took the keys to death, hell, and the grave. And he said he, he rose. And when he got up, he got up with all power. He says, all power has been given unto me in heaven and in earth. Death no longer reigns. Death no longer rules. We have authority over death. As a matter of fact, he said, we have victory over death. We have victory over the grave. He took the keys. He took the keys. And then look what he did for you. He says, behold, I give you authority. I give you power over all the works of the enemy and nothing by any means shall harm you. We got to learn how to use our authority. We got to learn how to use our power. We got to walk in what God gave us. Amen. I say we got to walk in what God gave us. If we walk in that authority, it wouldn't be so much sickness. If we walk in that authority, the devil wouldn't be beating us down day in and day out because of us not being in a control and using what God gave us, power and authority. Behold, I give you the, the, these signs. It says, shall follow the believer. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. They shall cast out demons in my name. In my name. They shall speak with new tongues, and if they drink anything deadly, it, won't not, it will not harm them. That don't mean you do like Jim Jones folk, drink poison Kool-Aid. Don't mean that. Don't, uh -uh, don't, don't, don't let nobody poison your mind in a, in a situation like that. In the book of, in the book of, 2 Kings, the fourth chapter, 40th verse, Elijah, the man of God, as we know, one of the Old Testament prophets, his disciples or his students made stew. Amen. His disciples made stew. And as they began to eat, they cried out to him, saying, Master, there's death in the pot. Death in the pot. Because we say poison is in the pot. And so what Elijah did, he, he was a man that really trusted God. If anybody had the heart of God, uh, according to David, he was one, and Elijah was another, a powerful man of God. And, and he told them, that, can, you can read the text and you can see how they don't panic. Master, death is in the pot. And he was just so calm. Get some flour. Put it in. Put it in. Everybody ate. Faith is an antidote for a poisoned mind. Faith is an antidote for a poisoned mind. When you look at the book 
of uh, Acts in the 28th chapter when the serpent came out of the fire and that's latched on to the apostle Paul's hand and he just shook it off. Guess what? He wasn't, he wasn't even concerned about that because of the faith that he had in God. And the promises as well that God had made to him. He told him, you got to get to Rome. And so when they was on the ship, uh, Paul wasn't worried because of the wreck and all of that. He says, I, I got to testify in Rome. So he knew he was going to get there. So all of that didn't bother him. He said, an angel of the Lord stood by me this night. And told and comforted him and said it wasn't going to be no loss of lives. Huh? Everybody was going to, and, he, and notice he said, I don't give you, I have given you all of them. Bottom line, they're going to be saved. Amen. 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 And so the antidote is faith. Faith in God. Faith in God. And that's what we got to have. We got to operate in faith. Amen. We got to have uh, the mind of Christ according to the Bible. And we also have to have a church that's Christ-minded. A church that's Christ-minded. A church that thinks, talks, and do according to the will of God. Now, we ain't gonna, we, we, we're not going to think exactly the same. But we should be focused Mostly on the word of God. All of us. Thinking according to what God said about us. And what he's going to do for us. You know I think a lot of times that's what we mess up at. When we get our minds off what God has said we can be. And what he's going to do. Think like God. I want my mind to be like the mind of Christ. Amen. I, I, and I refuse to allow demons to torment my mind. Amen. So we got a word in us that when the devil tried to torment our mind, amen, that we can, we, we can speak the word and he'll get in line. You know, most of it comes from our thinking the wrong way. And then here we, here we talking. Thinking, talking, or speaking the same thing. You got to know that death and life is in the power of the tongue. Amen. And when we get to going through something just because somebody, somebody have put a little poison in us. Amen. It may not be enough to make you sick, to, to kill you right then, but it's enough to make you sick. Amen. When we, when, when we, when we get that in us. Start speaking things that's totally contrary to the will of God. And the way you talk, your pastor can tell somebody been poisoning. That, 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 that ain't what I teach. That ain't what he teaches. That's not what he preaches. Why are you speaking death upon your situation? When you know that you have there is power in what you say. You know the word affects you uh, in mentally, physically, 
And every aspect of your life, the words that come out of your mouth, they affect you. They, they, it, it, and they will, the Bible says that they that love them will eat the fruit thereof. So whatever you speak out of your mouth, that's what you're going to get. That's what you're going to have. The children of Israel was in the wilderness all these years. They were complaining about this, that, and the other. I wish to God that we had died in the wilderness. And if you read on the 14th chapter, God told Moses, he said, I'm going to give them just what they asked for. Just what they spoke out of our mouth. You got to learn how even when you're going through it in your body, you got to learn how to speak life. When you're, when you're painting from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet, you got to learn how to say, well, it's well anyhow. Even though you're hurting, and guess what it takes in the midst of all that? It takes what the apostle Paul said, I have learned how to be content in the midst of all that I go through. I know how to deal with sickness. I know how to deal with lack in finances. I know how to deal with that person that's always trying to get me to back up or that person that's always trying to get me to receive the poison that they dishing out. I know how to deal with that. I'm going to speak a word on them. I'm going to let them know that you have no authority over me. I'm going to let sickness know what Exodus 15 and 26 said that I am the God that healed thee. I'm going to let them know what Psalms 103 and 1 through 2 says. Forget not all of his benefits. Huh? Forget not all of his what? Benefit. It's a benefit when you worship God. He said he is a God that forgives all our iniquity and he heals every one of our diseases. If we got a God like that, why we want to let somebody else poison our mind? Why we want to listen to somebody else that can't do half or nothing the way God can do it? He's the best thing that ever happened to me. He's the best person that ever entered in my life. He's the best one Day in and day out, he guides me into all truth. And if we just acknowledge him when we get up in the morning, he have no respect of person. If the Holy Spirit is living on the inside of you, Jesus, the hope of glory on the inside of you, acknowledge him and he'll show you the way. You got plans on your own. You plan A, B, C, D, and E, and F, and so forth. You, you don't plan. But you got to acknowledge God in all your ways. Because how, he knows the direction that you need to go in. He knows what's ahead of you. He knows that danger is ahead of you. He knows that if you go that way, something terrible could happen. So you got to listen to him. You got to listen to him when he tell you that, you know, you have planned to do this, but this is what I want you to do. Be simple with it. What do you want me to do? What you want me to do? Which way should I go? Which way should I go? Think, speak, and do according to the will of God. A Christ-minded church. Again, when a church is doing the will of God, 
When, when the church is on accord, like in the text, they went together into the synagogue. They went together. Going in the church had the same mind. Huh? Same purpose. But something changed coming out the church. It seemed like some division set up. Some division set up. Somebody was unhappy about you being blessed. Huh? Somebody was unhappy about just because you got blessed. And because you got blessed, they went to somebody else and started poisoning their mind because they upset about you getting the blessing. That's why we don't need to listen. There's some folk in the church, I don't even want them talking to certain folks. You know why? Because they poison their mind. They, 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 they are not on the same page with the pastor. They, they ain't on the same page. And, and, and if we're going to have a Christ-minded church, we got to be on the same page. We got to be unified. We got to be uh, uh, together and a house divided. According to Matthew 12 and 25, a house that is divided, it ain't going to stand. It ain't going to stand. And, and division is not of God. It is not of God. He wants us to be unified. He even prayed when he was leaving his disciples. He wanted them to be unified. He wanted them to be together. He prayed to the Father, let them be one the way you and I are one. We, we got to be one. So we don't need to be leaving out of the church. See, some, every, everybody that comes in is not receiving a word that's going to give them life. Huh? But you got, you, got, you got those that come in that they'll re rather receive the word that's going to cause death rather than life. You say, what do you mean? After the pastor done poured out to you and told you what does say of God, been before God on your behalf and gave you the rhema that God would have for you. But then you leaving out of the church speaking death out of your mouth because a demon has, has begun to poison your mind. Huh? As well as yourself. Poison in your mind. You out. Well, Pastor must not, he must don't know what I'm going through. He don't have to know. God is the one gave him the word. God gave him the word to give to you. But you is allowing that demon to pause in your mind saying that this thing ain't going to work out. You know, you, you speak it, it, it ain't going to work out. But when you done got a word of life, and Jesus said, I came that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. I want abundant life. And I'm not going to allow anybody to poison my mind. I'll, I'll put up my hand as, as they just say in a minute, uh-uh, I ain't going there. I learned something from my bishop to just look at folk when they say crazy stuff.
trying to get me out the will of God or trying to make me say something that's going to cause death, you know, he'll just look at you funny. And, 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 and just walk away sometime. But, but you have to learn because you can't allow nobody to poison your mind. You can't allow your mind to be poisoned. Look at somebody and say, don't let your mind be poisoned. Because what, what, what's going to happen, he go in, the enemy, he comes in as soon as you get that word, as spontaneously as you get that word. It makes you shout, makes you happy, makes you feel good. But when you get outside the door, the scriptures say, here he come. And notice, sometimes immediately, he take the word out of your heart. See, you got light as long as the word is in your heart. But when the enemy take the word out of your heart, you are in darkness. Your mind have been poisoned. Come on, somebody. Your mind have been poisoned. So you got to learn how to hold on to the word. Hold on to what, 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 what he gives you. Receive it in your heart and expect life. Expect things that come to pass according to what God has ordained. According to what God has said. And don't let nobody else whisper in your ear that God is not going to do it because it's not happening when you think they ought to do it, when he ought to do it. huh? It's not happening the way you want it to happen. But one thing that you got to understand is that God is the one that said that he was going to do it. And if God said he's going to do it, if you don't mess it up, he's going to do it. Now, you can mess it up and sip on a little poison. It ain't happening soon enough. That's a little poison. I've been giving tithe. I've been giving him his tithe for six years, and it, it ain't happened yet. You're getting a little more poison. Don't allow your mind to be poisoned. God have never lied. It's impossible for him to lie. If he said it, surely it'll come to pass. Get it in our spirit that God's word will last forever. Heaven and earth will pass away, but not what God said. If God said it, I'm resting on it. I'm resting on it. I'm believing it. I'm looking for it. Day in and day out. It didn't happen today, but it just might happen tomorrow. I'm looking for it. I'm looking, I'm expecting, I'm hoping, I'm praying that he do it any day now. And I come to the conclusion that he going to do it all. May not be on my timetable, but he going to do it all. As long as I don't allow that poison to get in my bloodstream. If it get in my bloodstream, I'm dead. But as long as I just hold on to the word, he's going to do it all. Look at somebody and say, he's going to do it all. Yeah, he's going to do it all. It's impossible for him to lie. And you know, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, let, let me take it this way. You got doctors, professionals that are good at poisoning your mind. Yeah, they're good at poisoning your mind. You know what they'll do? They'll tell you something. 
And it may be facts on the x-ray. It may be facts uh, on the report that he brings to you. It may be facts. And all of those facts that he's telling you can put poison in you through, through fear. No, through fear. See, fear poison. Fear, fear is poison. Because it has torment. And they'll tell you, they'll tell you that, that if you do this right here, that this right here is going to happen. Well, can you guarantee that if I allow you to do this, that it's going to be 100% success? I can't guarantee you, you're good. You're telling the truth there. But when he say, if you don't do it now, it's going to be too late. If you don't do this tomorrow, it's going to be too late. You got to, you, 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 he pausing and you're there. You, 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 you got to look and, uh, you know, I know he got a degree. I know he done studied biology and anatomy, but you ain't God. God has the final say so. I'm not saying ignore, I'm not saying to, to, to ignore the report. No, I'm not saying that. It's facts that is there. But the truth comes through God's word. Truth change facts. I say truth changes. It can be a fact that what he saw on the, on the x-ray was cancer, was a tumor. But the truth of the matter is that God is a healer. That's the truth. That's what you got to believe. You can't, you can't allow him to poison your mind to get you to do something that is not 100% certain. God is certain. God is sure. And whatever he tells you to do, that's what you do. But to make a rash decision based upon one visit? Don't go that way. Putting fear in you, poisoning you. Say poison in your mind. All you got to do, you know what? Just wait on God. Just wait on God. Just wait on God. They stirred up their, 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 their mind of the Gentiles against the brother, make them believe that God wasn't going to do it. A God is not the God that the Apostle Paul and Barnabas was preaching. But even though they had evidence with their eyes, they knew that these men of God was real. Just like Jehazi, he knew that Elijah was real. He knew that he was a man of God. He knew it. But, but, but what happened with Gehazi? He couldn't wait until he got the things that he wanted. He got in a hurry. Got in a hurry. You know, you, you, know, you just got to wait on God. When God says, get it, get it. When God says, go, go. When God says, be still, be still. Gehazi didn't have that type 
of character. Materialistic things will poison you. Hey, and, and, and believe me now, I'm, I'm not talking against you having good stuff. Because I love good stuff. Yes, I do. I love good stuff. I love good clothes. I love good automobiles. I saw that, that uh, Audi out there. That's an A. I said, who is that? My, praise the Lord. God Almighty. I like good stuff. Yeah. And I like to see God give other folk good stuff. That's faithful. That's loyal. Amen, somebody. I, I love that. But Gehazi, he couldn't wait. He couldn't wait. Until his time came. He said, well, I guess it looked like I'm going to have to do this myself. The preacher, he's sitting back just taking it easy. And so Nanan carried all those goods back with him. And then the, 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 the demon that poisoned his mind as well as himself. Because he said, I will go after him. Who is I? Self, flesh. And demons work through the flesh. So he, he just ran after him. Master said such and such, lying on the preacher. You know, you got folk in the church that do that. They, they, they'll, they'll, they'll go to somebody else in the church and start pausing in their mind by lying on the preacher. Ooh. They got a little quiet then. Seemed like a little, seemed like a little mist just said, whoosh. Yeah, lied on the man of God. Yeah, lied on him. And come back and just stood before him. And she said, where you been, Gehazi? I ain't been nowhere. <laughs> when the pastor called him in, hey, did, did, did you say such and such? Pastor, I didn't say that. Well, how did, pastor, I did not say that. They lying on me. So he done start double line. Come on, somebody. Y'all know what I'm talking about. When you start lying, you got to keep on lying, cover up lies. Woo! The man, and, and see, the man of God, he didn't argue with it. He said, did my heart go with you? Did my spirit go with you? See, the pastor don't have to be with you all the time. When, when, when you get up, when the pastor get up and speak that word, you, you, you thinking that the pastor saw you or somebody told him. Hey, somebody did tell him. God told him. But what he's doing, he's doing it to help you. To help you. And so he, he says, because he's seeking God, the Lord reveals to him a lot of things that go on, and he may not even know why God is revealing it to him. Don't even may not know who it is that's God revealing it to, but God is revealing it, and He's giving it to him. He said, "Did my heart go with you?" Then got his mind poisoned, and, and know what came upon him? Death, and not only him, but his family. Everybody, everybody in the family. He says the leprosy that was on Nanan is going to cling to you throughout your generation, your, your whole 
ancestry or your whole generation, your kinfolk. Now, that's a generational curse when God speaks it on you. And you can try to find somebody to break that one if you want to, but it ain't going to work. Amen. Amen. So we, we, we got to make sure that we don't allow anybody to poison our mind. Because if I said earlier, we got the victory. I want to say it again. We have the victory. We have the victory. All we got, all we got to do is just continue to hold on to the word and trust God that everything going to work out for our good. Look at your neighbor and say, it's working out for your good right now. Yeah, it's working out for your good right now. All you got to do is just be still. And that word that I gave, that I said earlier to you, that God's going to do it all, just be still, hold on to that word, and he's going to do it all. Look at somebody say, he's going to do it all. Every bit of it. He's going to do exceedingly abundantly above more than what you ask or think. Look at somebody say, he's going to do it. He's going to do it. He's going to do it. And then look at somebody else and say, he is doing it. He's doing it. He's doing it. He's doing it right now. He's helping us right now. He's causing healing right now. He's causing our mind to be like his mind. Paul told Timothy, God have not given us a spirit of fear. Don't you fear what nobody tell you. Don't you allow them to poison your mind. He didn't give you fear, but he gave you a spirit of power. Look at somebody say, I got power. Love. And not a poison mind, but a sound mind. Not a confused mind. But a peace of mind. It's from a church. A Christ-minded church. Yeah, we got a Christ-minded church. God is going to bless us all together. He's going to do it as a whole. He's looking at us. A Christ-minded church is holy. It might not be but five in the church. But a Christ-minded church is holy. I'd rather be in a holy church that in a mega church where no presence of God is, where there's nothing going on but worldly stuff. I'd rather be in the church where the five is that know how to get on their knees and call on Jesus. The one that'll never give up. The one that'll cry out day and night. And guess what? The Christ-minded church is going to be ready when he comes for his church. We pray that you have been blessed and inspired by today's message. We'd love to hear from you. Please send your prayer request and testimonies to our website at OCCVR.org. That's OCCVR.org. We would like to invite you to partner with us as we share the gospel all around the world. Just go to our website at OCCVR.org. Click on the Give button to give online. Or you can utilize text to give. Text give to the number 770-692-2225. That's 770-692-2225.
1-800-273-8255. Join us on our YouTube channel, subscribe to our podcast, and connect with us on social media. We also invite you to join us in a live service. We're located at 3097 South Van Wert Road in Villarica, Georgia. Visit our website for more details at occvr.org. Until next time, remember, without a vision, the people perish. See you next time for more Heaven Bound with Pastor Richard D. Dobbs of Overcomers Christian Center in Villarica, Georgia.